make it up looking like fire today. Does my black bra show too much here though? No, I don't. I can't see it. But then don't. I don't. I don't think so at all. Okay. I don't think so. For some reason, I just felt like it. We are like, kind of. You know. Oh, fire today. Look at us. Here we are. This was not planned. <laughs> <laughs> but funny at the same time. Oh, what did you show? You can start this one, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the Ember Igniter's Pop... <clears throat> <laughs> Cookie Monster. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's try this again. <clears throat> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> We're gonna have to make like a bloopers reel <laughs> someday of those. I'm definitely. I'm gonna keep that one for <laughs> bloopers reel, so we can look back on right. like on a day when we just really need to laugh. A good laugh. I'm just gonna be like, here's a compilation. Of Here, here's Fran as the Cookie Monster. <laughs> it's not just you. It's just. <clears throat> Welcome to Ember Igniter's podcast, the podcast that sets your world ablaze. Love it. I'm Jenna Wilmers. And I'm Fran Malfer. We're here to empower and activate your passion to carry out your God-given life assignment. That's right. And in this episode, we are going to talk to you about your attitude. Mm, a tough oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. But good. We've all experienced, uh, you know, waking up on the wrong side of the bed. I have. Something that happens, or something that happens at during... I'm going to start over. Okay. I'm going to start over. Because I was tongue-tying there. Come on, thing. Just go back to the... enemy. We've had enough play. We're ready to go now. Welcome to the Ember Igniter podcast, the podcast that sets your world ablaze. I'm Jenna Wilmers. And I'm Fran Malfer. And we're here to empower and activate your passion to carry out your God-given life assignment. That's right. And today in this episode, we are going to focus on attitude. Have you ever experienced waking up on the wrong side of the bed? I have. Or something that happens during your day that just affects the rest of it? Oh, including your attitude. I know I have. Ask my husband. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but where does our attitude come from? Good question. I mean, a lot of people use the term attitude and behavior, I think, in yeah. kind of synonymously. They do. I would say so. Yeah. Um, and although they're related, they're actually quite different. 
How are they different? I, I mean, I really want to understand and help other people understand because that was something um, I always attributed the attitude as the behavior. And so this yeah. is good. This is a good conversation. Well, they're really uh, related because attitude is really our outward expression mm -hmm. of our feelings that are inside. Oh. So, you know, like when you're angry, you tend to be mean and yeah. maybe say things you don't mean. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. really the behavior is actually the way that you're acting. So, you know, pointing your finger or yeah. foiling your arms or yeah. sitting poised and proper. So you can, you can basically say to an extent then, um, I have a bad behavior. Uh, but my attitude might be okay, but the way I'm projecting myself could be really bad. And then the, the opposite is true when you can have a really good attitude or a bad attitude, but what you're doing projects something different to people. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's a thing to think on. Well, an attitude focuses on how one feels, mm -hmm. but behavior focuses on how you act. Okay. How you feel versus how you act. So we're going to talk about how we feel mm -hmm. in attitude today. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to start this one. So one's attitude is expressed often through behavior. That's what I kind of thought, you know. And um, so it, the thing about that is, is that um, our surroundings can influence how we feel about things or others or Personally, also your self-perception. Oh, yeah. What do you think about yourself? Mm -hmm. um, what are your beliefs? And, and any of the, the choices, actually, uh, that have had an impact on my attitude. What, what am I choosing? Am I choosing uh, to be okay with something when it's probably not what I like? Or do I choose to say, I'm angry because you didn't do it my way? Mm -hmm. Wow. Or we have a saying... Do you want to die on the hill for that? <laughs> we do have that saying. <laughs> I love We're it. talking about things, and we kind of get passionate about it and yeah. whatnot. Oh, we'll say to one another, are you willing to die on the hill for that? Because if you're not, then you got to let it go yeah. and just move on. you got to let it go. And that changes when someone uh, really has a friendship like we have. And I'm, I'm sure there are people in your life that you trust who can say to you, honestly, is that really worth the anger that you're projecting right now? Absolutely. Uh, who's, yes. who's, uh, who's worse for it, you or them? You know? I mean, so our attitudes are hugely reflective sometimes of the things that people would see in our behaviors. Yes. Attitude also cannot replace talent. Mm. Our attitude is often the difference between success and failure. And I didn't really understand that concept until uh, we started delving into our little podcast here and uh, starting a ministry and what that really looks like. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to just share a quick story with you yes. um, that just popped into my head, actually. Um, I spent a big part of my life believing that my feelings were the truth truthful things in my life okay so you, that's another area we can talk about later but um so what happened is is my my whole attitude was based on what i felt versus what was factual and so what happened is is you could get me one day and i'd be you know 
well, I'm really gung-ho, ready to go. And then there'd be these, you know, I'm, I'm really low. And so I allowed my feelings to dictate what my attitude was going to be. Instead of understanding that, well, first of all, my feelings can lie to me. So using the knowledge that we talked about last week, uh, where we were talking about, you know, we need to understand knowledge and have wisdom. And I didn't do that. And so now understanding attitude has changed the way I'm going to look at life in the future. Well, even like you just said, feel people and your feelings, we also people also can affect your attitude. Yeah. Somebody could say something to you and it just puts you in a negative attitude. Uh, I, I have a bad habit <laughs> of I just need a few minutes to wake up in the morning. I, I just need that peace, that... Um, that me time. And so if somebody talks to me, I kind of, you know, tend to kind of bite back a little bit. And uh, sometimes that can lead to an argument or something else. And then it really, it just, at that point, if it happens right then and there, it just affects my whole day. And it's, and that's my fault because attitude is a choice. I was the one that chose to continue to allow it to affect me Instead of just saying, okay, I just need to do a reset and start over. Yeah, I saw a little, um, I don't know what they're called. Uh, it was a picture inside of an article, and uh, it looked like one of those uh, traffic signs that's yellow. Oh, the caution kind. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And inside it said, attitude is everything. Mm. Isn't that something? So that goes to show that most people understand if you have a good attitude or a bad attitude, it's it's going to dictate uh, how how you feel about life and where you're going. Yeah, let me let me uh, give an example of that. Okay. So think about someone you know who mm -hmm. has a bad attitude all the time, or mm. when you're around them, they just like to be negative. Well, maybe they don't like to be it. Maybe they don't even realize mm -hmm. that everything that they're saying coming out of their mouth is just negative, negative, negative. Now. If you saw them in the store, <laughs> would you run towards them and be like, hey, how's it going, and want to carry on a conversation? Or would you avoid them? Well, I'm going to be honest and answer that question. I'd probably avoid them because I wouldn't want to be in a place where, uh, if I'm already in a negative place, to have more Ooh. negativity. Good but point. if I'm in but if I'm in a positive place, I also don't want the negativity because I don't want it to push me down because it can do that. It can have that kind of influence. It sure can in our lives. And so um, we just we're talking about attitude because it's a real thing that if you're looking for your passion in life, you're going to have to learn how to evaluate your own attitude. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary part for some of us. So it can affect our relationships, um, how we are going to reach out to have our full potential, all of those things. Um, so I think it, the more we think about how we can, one of the main factors of our what we talk about, our seven R's, is how can we um, reboot our mind, come to that conclusion that we need something different, and attitude might be that very thing that we have to face first and it's hard to say but everyone will come at that in a different way so if you really want to be successful in life you have to surround yourself with other successful people that's just the truth yeah think about it for a moment 
could your attitude, good or bad, have an influence on the outcomes of a specific event in your life? I I believe so. I believe that if we all stop, think for a moment of an event in your life, what made you think of it in the first place is, was Mm. it a positive event or was it a negative event? If it's positive, why was it positive? Mm -hmm. If it was negative, well, why was it negative? What's, What's the attitude of our hearts in those moments? So I think that's really something you have to think on as well. So let's let's just say we're going to kind of do a little role play here. Okay. Yeah. So let's just say that you're applying uh, or thinking of applying for a job. Okay. Okay. And while you're doing that, um, you can kind of look at it from a positive outlook. You know, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply for this job. I think I fit the criteria. You might come at it with, like, eh, not really sure, don't have the self-confidence. Or um, maybe you just don't think you're ready for. So there you have different attitudes at play in that. So what I want you to hear is is that you can go and say, I know I can get this job. That's a positive response. I'm going to apply. Or you can look at that and and have self-doubt, all of the other things that kind of come with it, and say, I want the job. I, I think I could do the job. But then you don't apply. Right? So many companies miss out on people because self-doubt keeps them from even taking the step to try when you actually might have been the fit that they were looking for. And because you didn't have all the qualifications, yeah. they might say, well, even though you don't have the qualifications, we still want you because of who you are or what you've done and showed us that you can do. Yeah, we really it's really important to, I think what we're saying to you overall in this message about attitude, which I'm excited to talk about because it has played over my lifetime. Um, I can go back and really say that there were times when I just had a really bad attitude. And, and I'll be honest with you, it happened just two weeks ago for me. Uh, I'm in a situation and um, I had this suspicion in my mind. I played this role out and I thought for certain that this thing was going to happen and then when it happened, when it actually came to fruition, I sat there and responded with, oh my gosh, this is happening to me. I'm not happy about it. I had a very negative response. And so what happened was I projected that off on the individual that I was speaking to. Mm. And um, it, it really took me by surprise because this person just basically said to me, um, are you taking this personal? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said, yeah, I am, you know. But in hindsight, see, without, without giving, I just reacted without thinking about mm. what is this person's objective? What is it that they're trying to do? I, I came in with an attitude, and I projected that attitude, and it caused uh, a momentary rift in our relationship. I did come back the next day recognizing what I had done and just said, I was having a bad day. I was having a bad attitude. Uh, and I, that's not who I really am. So I want you to know that we can make adjustments. Uh, we can 
change the way we want to see things. So if you want to be have a good positive outlook, you really have to work at it. You really have to be able to say um, to yourself, I'm more than qualified for the job. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it regardless of what I think. Sometimes just that power yeah. of being able to say, I, I'm positive about it. Well, and as your story even conveyed too, it your attitude affects the outcome. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, um, I want positive outcomes. <laughs> Who doesn't want that, right? right? I mean, I'm pretty sure all of us, when we're starting off in something, even what we're doing, we want a positive outcome, but we have to be uh, really realistic about it. So here's, here's a quote that I picked up on, and Jenna and I kind of, you know, we love this quote because it says, um, it was by a gentleman who wrote a book called, uh, I don't remember the name of the book, but the gentleman's name was Jack Wellman, and he says it this way. I like the way he says it. Attitude doesn't just happen. It's true. Really? I'm like, really? It must be pursued. I love that. It must be pursued because any choice means you must make an effort to choose. Does that make sense? That's so cool. You know, Negative or positive? Exactly. You know, and the word of God says in Ephesians uh, 5, 24, uh, you were here with, or excuse me, you were taught with regards to your former mm -hmm. way of life. That's right. Not your current, your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its mm -hmm. deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your mind. Oh, here. <laughs> and to put on the new self created to be like God in his true righteousness and holiness. Isn't that just something? So it's true. You're making an effort for one choice or another. Uh, yeah. Wellman, Wellman yeah. said it well. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love to play on words. But anyhow, he said it well. And then God says the same thing. Whatever you were before, you don't have to continue to be that way. You can choose to change. And I love that it said the attitude of your mind. Mm -hmm. It starts up here. It's where we begin. But, you know, the Word of God is kind of full of those things that I love. I love. So in Philippians, um, uh, Philippians 2, 5 through 7, um, it says, Make your own attitude that of Christ Jesus. Make it. So there's an active participation in the role of choosing to have a positive outlook in life. And when you do that, you're going to see changes happen around you that you would have never expected. I've seen it. Yeah. We're seeing it in our ministry work. We're seeing that when we know what we're talking about, when we have confidence and our attitude projects it, others are enjoying it with us. Yes. And as we know, anytime that you go out and do something, there's always obstacles mm -hmm. that come along the way. There are. And... We want to talk to you about uh, how you can turn your attitude into your greatest quality by overcoming these obstacles. So there are five of them. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one is discouragement. <sighs> Big one. It's easy to very. It's very easily to, to get discouraged. Uh, the enemy really will. Anytime you try to start something, mm -hmm. I mean, 
we get discouraged or at least tried the enemy tries to come and discourage us every time we start a podcast because he does every time we go to start to record something will happen and we'll have to make an adjustment and and that's fine Mm -hmm. but over time it does get frustrating and so we have to keep going back to the lord to say hey you know help us here Mm -hmm. um discouragement can cause fear and anxiety and confusion and sadness yeah and I, I think that's that's the just, thing we can call it discouragement <clears throat> oh a little frog in the throat <laughs> we can call it discouragement but what it equates to in our life you know like sometimes we can't i've had it like i can't quite identify why i'm feeling the way i am but really what's going on is i have an anxiety or i have a fear or i'm i'm confused about something and i don't know how to move forward those are things that can impact your attitude well, and some people don't have terms to put to those feelings. Right. I know a lot of people have a hard time talking about their feelings, so they that would make it harder for them to recognize yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and discouragement, you know, is sort of the opposite of feeling inspired and ready to go. And, and so um, that's what we're here to do is try to encourage you and inspire you to understand that you have choices you can make, and they are so numerous. And with the help of God, building your fire, doing all of your passion, and getting your knowledge, you're going to be able to do things. But there's more challenges besides discouragement, aren't there? Mm-hmm. And um, one of them is um, that we we don't like change. We don't like to have fear in our lives. So we're going from what's comfortable, which we've talked about the fire, the comfortable, nice fire. Mm-hmm. to stepping out into how do you build this bigger fire in your life. And so um, discouragement is one of those things can can act like that wet blanket uh, yes. sort of feeling on um, whatever you're trying to build. So mm-hmm. remember that your mind is where you make your choices. Absolutely. And change is challenging because there's uncertainty. Mm-hmm. There's risks. Yeah. And that fear word again yep. that keeps coming up. Uh, it's not a thing that uh, social structures, um, our established habits, your working mm-hmm. norms, uh, those are all what we have built to be a part of us. Right. And uh, changes naturally, it's like it really uh, leads to resistance. A it little does. Bit There's there. this whole psychological thing that kind of, you know, we we need to feel in our minds psychologically safe in what we're yes. doing, and sometimes. Um, that gets stolen from us, uh, and we, we really need to work on then replacing that by what is the attitude of your mind that Christ talks about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, what you're saying is, so here's an example. Um, there's many examples of things in the Bible that we could quote to you, a lot of scripture, but I want you to think about, um, maybe many of you know the, the story of Jonah and the whale. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jonah is a prophet, and he, God asked him to go to this city called Nineveh, and he, um, uh, Nineveh would have been their enemy at the time, and he wants Jonah to call them to repent. Ooh, that's a big task. Yeah, right? So this was like completely out of Jonah's comfort zone. So what did he do? What do most of us do? He ran away in the opposite direction of where he was supposed to go. Well, don't we do the same thing often? 
I know I do. Like, I want to avoid that situation as much as possible. So, yeah, things uh, that, that we face that are challenging to us can sometimes change the way we are doing the things that we need to be doing. So, um, I love that story of Jonah. He, he eventually uh, turned himself around, understood what God wanted, and did the work of it. But that can be a challenge um, to us to see change happening. He didn't want that change to his enemy. Change is hard. Yeah, change is very hard. Well, the third obstacle is problems. Things mm. like illness, which you've I've experienced yeah. um, a great, great amount since we started this podcast. Yep. And loss of a family member or even financial uh-huh. burdens. Mm-hmm. Loss of a job, wayward children that can overwhelm us, and these things can steal our hope, and that's not a good place to be. We have to have hope. I think that's the, the thing. So when that verse we quoted in Ephesians really speaks to that, it says you really want to stop thinking the way you did in the past. It says in the former way. And uh, it speaks to if you take on this attitude that Christ had, you will automatically have hope, hope for a new job, hope that your children will return to you. You can't bring a loss, a, a death, a person's life back, but what you can do is remember all the good things about them, see the positive things in them. And all of those things are really, really positive. The other thing that kind of uh, puts a damper on our ability to have a great attitude, and we've talked to quite a bit a little on this already, which is fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Fear is crippling. It can just take you from, you know, wow, I'm going to do it to, oh, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what to do now. So um, it interrupts the, the whole process in our brain that allows us to regulate our emotions. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a really true scary thing where fear came up in you and it changed how you acted and what you did in the next few minutes um, you know that's that's funny that you bring that up because I haven't ever experienced it but I've heard I've heard a story of where scammers have called parents mm-hmm. of college kids and have said hey we took your daughter and you oh, owe my. us all this money and oh yeah so this is you can look these up and wow. They will scare the living daylights out of these parents. But had they called their daughter, they would have found that their daughter was totally fine. Mm. And Mm. because that fear gripped them, they just totally did what the scammers wanted them to do. Instead of sitting back going, okay, hang on. And that to me, when you said that, just kind of... Well, it's, it's really true. Uh, I, ha- I personally had a situation like that when I was uh, fairly new in my marriage and had a son, and I got a call like that, but it was more about, um, I'm watching you, I see you. Mm. Um, fear just came into my life, and I, I just did things that I never thought. I, I ran through the house, locked every door. I grabbed my son. I got a big butcher knife out, and I'm like, I'm ready. you know. But it just, at that moment, I didn't have the presence of mind mm. to say, wait a minute. How can this person see me? What is going on? I think that there is time for us to have fear, legitimate fear of things that can come at us. And then there is the time to say, I'm not going to be afraid 
and have a negative uh, attitude about a person, a thing, or a potential event because we don't have all the facts. Well, and not having all the facts leads us to intense emotional yeah. uh, times. Yes, it and does. And even uh, like kind of what you you just <laughs> described, uh, impulsive reactions. I, I mean, gar- grabbing the butcher knife, that's a little scary, <laughs> but was. an interesting picture <laughs> uh, to see. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it kind of just makes yeah. you act almost erratically, but right. you don't even realize it because that fear is gripping you right. so much. Exactly. And, and, when, and, you know, we're talking about these things, but they are really the things that can adjust your attitude. Some of them are really not good things. I mean, the next thing we want to tell you is, is aside from fear, fear, sorry, is that there's also that aspect of if you have failure in your life. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden your, at, your attitude is like, I'm never going to be able um, to accomplish what I want. I failed over here. I didn't do that right. Um, that again plays on the mind where our attitudes and our choices are being held. So I, I think that it produces things like shame, um, sadness, mm-hmm. you know, if I fail, I'm sad that I failed. Um, there's also things like what I worry about. I'm in a phase of my life where I've had to learn how not to worry about things. Um, so you, all these emotions, right, that's what we're talking about. All these emotions um, begin. They're not our behaviors, but it's what we're feeling inside. Well, and as a result of those emotions, whether they're hurt and, and whatnot, our instinct is to escape and yeah. avoid uh, suppressing them. So kind of like Jonah, you mm-hmm. know, that fight or flight mm-hmm. kind of mentality that we have, even mm-hmm. that's that's worldly. Right, exactly. Well, you can see it. I mean, we know that there's this uh, definite uh, fear and flight is mm-hmm. known. It's known in the animal kingdom. It's known in humans. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but what I really enjoy about thinking of attitude and recognizing what are the things that we have to overcome when it comes to our attitude is that um, there is a choice that is made in the mind and if you have the mind of Christ if you trust him he's our oxygen yes then we can get there Um, I kind of want to end our podcast with a story and um, I don't have it all memorized by heart so give me a minute and uh, it'll come to me as I'm sort of thinking on it here so the story starts, um, as I recall, about a hundred years ago, and uh, there was a man, and he got up like he always did, and he opened the morning paper, and to his huge surprise, he saw an obituary for himself. Oh, wow! Like so and so just died. So um, in that, there obviously, you know, we know what goes into obituaries. Mm-hmm. They, they they give the name and they. They uh, reported, but he wasn't dead. This was really not where he was. And so many of the um, notifications that he read about, um, it it said, the king of death uh, has died today. Oh, wow. Um, And so he was like, what does that mean? Well, he was one of the people who had invented dynamite. And so everyone who was thinking of him and what's his legacy it read the king of death died 
So here he is. It's front page news now. It's not just in the obituary anymore. Um, and so he was kind of referred to as uh, like the merchant. You buy death when you buy dynamite. Yeah. So he, he started thinking about that, and um, he was kind of concerned, and he said, hmm, is this how I am really viewed by people? So he got in touch with his own feelings, and he decided, now see, here's the attitude aspect. He decided that this was not the way he really wanted to be remembered. <laughs> Don't blame him. I, I wouldn't want to be remembered Can that way either. Can you imagine reading your own obituary and reading that? So that he didn't want that to happen. So he, he decided from that day on that he would start working towards peace. Oh, cool. So he took a whole different slant in his attitude. Certainly, um, if he was the king of dynamite, he probably got some wealth out of that. But he refocused his attitude in his mind, and he said, I want to become uh, a man of peace. Well, that man was named Alfred Nobel, and he is remembered today, this is a true story, mm. for the Nobel Peace Prize. So you can see that a change of attitude changes your whole world oh that is so great yeah isn't that a cool story um it really made me stop and say what would people say about me and what does the legacy and it all starts with our attitude so that sign that i told <laughs> you i saw which we would say was a caution sign kind of is when it said you know attitude is everything beware of our attitude so thanks for joining us today we're just so excited that you did we're so excited to know what it is that God's doing in your life please feel free to tell us by going to our website and checking on the box where you can express whatever your prayer needs are we'd love to hear your stories we know that God is moving in hearts today so we're excited absolutely that's right we want to hear from you and connect with everybody yeah. that we can and yeah so please like and subscribe and share our podcast with those around you and to receive notifications you can find us on all the major social media yep. platforms and on our website so go out and set the world on fire we'll see you next time there you go And that was unrehearsed. Unrehearsed for you? Good for you. I think it was much better. You were more relaxed. Well, it, it, you made me realize there's, the, you know, you get so much input sometimes that it can boggle your mind. Sure. But in this case, um, it was really positive stuff that I needed to hear. <clears throat> that one was longer.